You're listening to LifeWork Q&A, episode 109. Hey there, and welcome to LifeWork Q&A, where I answer a listener question each week and provide resources and guidance to help you take your life and work to the next level. I'm your host, Dr. Katie Linder. In this episode, I thought I would talk a little bit about superpowers, and in particular, how do you find out what yours are? And this is something that I talk with a lot of my clients about. It is um, for coaching. This is part of the Radical Self-Trust Framework, is to leverage your superpowers. And um, But first, you kind of have to know what they are. So I thought I would talk a little bit about that today. And first of all, kind of how do you know? And um, I'll give you some examples of my own. So the first thing I think that's kind of easy to figure out when it comes to your superpowers is looking for the things that come easily to you and that maybe you get kind of impatient when other people don't know how to do it and you don't see why it's hard for them. So um, it may be something that in a group setting you're really good at and you look around and other people like aren't getting it for some reason. And you're just like, well, how, how is it possible that you don't get this? Like this, this seems so easy, but it's not easy to them. And it's something that over the course of your life or over the course of your career, you've come to realize like, oh, people don't see this in the same way that I do. There's something about this that comes easily to me that doesn't come so easy to other people. Another way I think that you can identify superpowers is that it may be that other people have noticed it about you. So if something does indeed come easily to you and other people seem to struggle with it, they will often comment on it to you. Um, or they will say, this is a strength. They will point it out. It might show up in your annual reviews, for example, that people will note that you have this thing that you can do. And again, oftentimes we may not recognize it as a superpower because we don't see it as a superpower. Like we're, we're so used to it or it feels so natural that it feels very normal. But other people may call it out on your behalf, which I think it can be that can be very helpful. So if you're not sure what your superpowers are, one thing that you can do is ask people around you. Ask your family members or your partner or your close friends or your colleagues, and they may be able to identify some things that are your superpowers that you had not really understood to be that. Another thing that I think can signal a superpower is if it's something where you kind of go into a bit of a, a flow state with it. And this is not always true because flow states are often kind of also where you feel kind of challenged to the edge of your ability. And I think with superpowers, it's kind of rare that this would happen. But also I think with superpowers, we are so confident in our ability to do certain things that we will push it to the very limit. And so if you have an area of your life where you're kind of consistently going into a flow state, it may be that you have a superpower that's either connected to it in some way um, or it is part of your superpower. So that's something else to keep in mind. And I have a previous episode talking about flow states um, that I'll link to in the show notes. The other thing that's kind of interesting, I think, about superpowers is I think they often amplify each other. So you usually have more than one, and you may have one superpower that really amplifies or strengthens another superpower that you have. And they kind of work together in really interesting ways. And because everybody has such different superpowers, it ends up being that you're just very unique in terms of the constellation of things you're doing um, and the things that you're really um, strong in. And then the last thing I think you can look for is basically like patterns or things that you repeatedly do 
or things that you're like falling back on very naturally. And you can kind of look back over the course of your career or your projects and see that you kind of typically fall into a certain mold um, in particular situations. Or you have kind of a, a, a thing that you fall into pretty naturally over and over again. And that might also signal a superpower. So you might already have some ideas just based on that of what your superpowers are, but I thought it might also be useful to give some examples of superpowers of what I consider to be my superpowers. And these might be things that you could recognize just from listening to this show, or if you know some of my other work or projects, it, it you can see it kind of come out in different examples. So the first superpower that I've kind of identified for myself is I'm a systems thinker. And that means that I like to chunk information into manageable pieces. I like to see the big picture so that I can see how all the smaller pieces within it work. And there are lots of areas of my work where you will see this. You see it in my course design. You'll see it in the books that I write because I like to think about the big picture and then chunk it out in ways that other people can understand it more easily. You'll also see it in how I do um, some strategic planning because I can really see and kind of vision something big and then chunk it down into smaller pieces and know how to execute it. So because I am a systems thinker, it's not a big deal for me to take on really large projects. And other people might look at some of the projects I do and feel kind of intimidated, like they they wouldn't take on those projects or that would be kind of scary for them. For me, it doesn't feel scary because it's not one big project. It's lots of little things tied together, and I can see how they work and how they function. So systems thinking and kind of chunking information is definitely one of my superpowers. It's something that comes very naturally to me. It's almost automatic when I see something big that I can chunk it down and feel a lot more comfortable being able to use it. Um, Then the other superpower that I've identified that I think is really tied to that systems thinking is strategic planning. So I often, when I look at a large project, I can see several steps ahead and I'm not kind of stuck in the present moment, but I'm already looking, you know, into the future to see like kind of timeline wise how long it's going to take to do something. And again, I think you can see this in my work quite a bit in terms of when I plan a, a project, I don't just think about the project kind of launching. I think about like two years from now, what do I want that project to look like? So I can think about large projects in phases. I can also think about how large projects are related to one another in kind of a pipeline. Um, And so this is actually something that really comes into play for the research unit that I direct, because I'm kind of working with several projects at once. We actually just counted the other day and we have 19 projects that we're simultaneously moving forward. And um, those are, and this is with four people. I have three full-time staff and myself. Um, And one of those full-time staff is an admin. So we have three full-time researchers and an admin. My team is incredible. Um, But part of what allows us to move all that forward at once is I can do both the systems thinking of chunking things, but also the strategic planning of being able to kind of see how everything fits together over time and timeline it out in a way that it makes sense and that we're not launching too many projects at once or, you know, we have kind of the ebbs and flows figured out of um, as we collect data on one project, we're analyzing data on a different project. So all of that kind of system thinking and strategic planning really works together well. And it allows me to both vision and execute. And that is the other kind of third superpower that I want to mention. 
is I have a, a superpower to generate ideas and to brainstorm and to, to vision things, but I also know how to execute them. And it's the combination of my ability to um, generate ideas and brainstorm in combination with the systems thinking and the strategic planning that allows me to execute. So when I come, you know, when I think about my superpowers all together and I look back over the course of my career, one of the things that people often comment on is not just that I can think of ideas, but that I can take them all the way through to completion. And this is something if you've worked in higher education for any length of time, you probably have seen a separation of the people who are visionaries and the people who are doers. And oftentimes visionaries are not very successful unless they have a team of doers who kind of work underneath them to execute their vision. And I think you see this often in upper administration because the people who have vision tend to kind of rise up within the administration. And that's where they should be. That makes sense uh, that they would go in that direction. But not all people who have vision also have the ability to execute that vision. Um, and so you have to have kind of the right combination of both of those two things. And I think it's kind of rare that you would find that combination of both visionary thinking and kind of detail-orientedness and execution in the same person. And that happens to be my realm of superpowers. So when people look at my work and they're like, how are you doing all these things? How are you kind of constantly juggling these projects? How are you so productive? That's how, because I have this constellation of superpowers that's allowing me to kind of combine them together into this productive kind of life force <laughs> that goes into all of my work. So you have things like this. And there are also things that I have, and this is maybe for another episode, that I would consider like kryptonite to my superpowers. Like there are certain things that I really struggle with that I have to somehow mitigate or use my superpowers to um, not cover up, but just to kind of like make sure that I'm still able to function, you know, relatively well in my job and my work. Um, and so I think that Identifying your superpowers allows for that to happen. It allows for you to use your strengths to mitigate your weaknesses, but it also really allows for you to amplify those strengths and to talk about them in a way that other people can kind of start to see how you work, how you function, and why. Why is it that you're successful in certain areas of your life and work? So I would be really interested to know how you are exploring your superpowers. This is actually the topic of the How to Academia webinar that I'm running in November. Um, as you may know, that's a series of webinars that I'm running throughout this academic year. And I'm actually leaving the series open for purchase throughout the year. So if you've missed the first couple ones, but you're kind of interested in coming in to do the superpowers webinars and maybe um, the other ones coming up, you can definitely still purchase the series and catch up on the first couple of webinars. But part of the reason that I included leveraging your superpowers in the series is because I think a lot of people aren't sure how to figure out what they are. And it's certainly taken me a long time and, and much reflection and a lot of just kind of combing through my own professional life to have a better understanding and self-knowledge of what are the things that are really my strengths and how do they combine but it also really adds to my confidence and my self-trust of knowing the things I can fall back on because they come really naturally to me and I know that they're a strength. So if you're interested in that, I'll, I'll drop a link to the How to Academia webinars in the show notes. Um, but hopefully this episode has also given you some ideas of how you can potentially locate and leverage your own superpowers. 
I'd love to hear what they are. Feel free to drop me an email at contact at katielinder.work, or you can tweet to me at katie double underscore linder, or at um, contact me via Instagram at katie underscore linder. Would love to hear from you there as well. Thanks so much for checking in with this week's episode of LifeWork Q&A, and I look forward to checking in with you next week for new episodes of You've Got This, Think Right Revise, and another LifeWork Q&A episode. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to this episode of LifeWork Q&A. Show notes and a transcript for this episode can be found at katielinder.work slash podcasts. LifeWork Q&A is part of the Radical Self-Trust podcast channel, a collection of content dedicated to helping you seek self-knowledge, nurture your superpowers, playfully experiment, live your core values with intention, practice loving kindness toward yourself and others, and settle into your life's purpose. Learn more about the RST channel at katielinder.work slash podcasts. If you found this episode helpful, please also consider rating and or reviewing the show in iTunes. Thanks for listening.